You are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. needs a title for our show there we go the thumb okay. sucker that's what it is i hate it when you say it like that that sucks as long as he doesn't start calling me daddy again all right uh, oh daddy, oh, daddy. No, no i'm leaving look Bye. at all my shoes daddy <laughs> Look at all my shoes. <laughs> Those aren't mine. Those are Craig's. <laughs> nice shoes. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. She I bought has, one of those uh, uh, like Ikea style shoe. You can't see what I'm doing, but the ones that pivot like at a 45 degree angle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The ones and that I, you trip over when you're drunk and you just fucking destroy the whole thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. My cat got inside of it and then knocked it over, and I don't know how Joe Bob did it, but I'm glad he's not dead because oh I 100% thought he was dead because it was just flat on the floor. Like, it's flat to the floor, and it just fell over, and I heard him screaming. I'm like, it's, it's over. It's done now. Wow. Oh I lifted God. it up, and he came shooting out of it. I'm like, what the hell? Kind of uh, Lovecraftian nightmare <laughs> happened inside of this shoe case. He definitely lost one of his lives at that point. Yeah, he did. He's been real nice. I should do more of it. I should do more of the cats that way. (laughs) Uh, So I'm just now remembering that we don't do video on this, but as people who get to see the video for a moment, I'm a meme. POV, you are my Hawaiian shirt. And you just, this is what you're seeing right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lordy. So we got Courtney back on the show, folks. Welcome to. We've just co- been recording. This is yeah. what Chaos. we do. Yes. I wish I could have recorded. I felt so. I've never once called Courtney Q Paint Bucket in my life, and yeah. <laughs> and I just did to tell her that to, after I texted her 15 seconds before I called, mm-hmm. and I wish that we had recorded it because it was the most awkward experience of my life. Like I'm just do it. I'm just call <laughs> well, her. What you don't know, children, what you don't know is that when you texted me, I had begun to pee at that exact moment. Yes. Like, oh, I'll yes, answer the I know. text. My, 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 my mutant ability still holds true to be able to know exactly when somebody's peeing and call them at that exact point. Suckiest X-Men ever. I am the best. Tinkle, little text. Magneto gotta pee. 
<laughs> Everybody's got to pee. Magneto is peeing. This is the time we're taking down the Brotherhood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going into the Statue of Liberty right now. Magneto is, he can't, he sits, he has to sit down. Nancy Pelosi is having a pee. We're making Feinstein step down now. <laughs> <laughs> See, it works. It were, I am the I am the key component to an Ocean Eleven style heist. It's true. Yeah, everybody's got to pee. <laughs> Just saying. Everybody's got to pee. Colin, the Andy Farmer story. Kim Jong Un yeah. pees. There you go. Saying. I mean, I've if you listen to book, the propaganda, he does not. I've 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 that's actually accurate. <laughs> um, I, I'm glad I could set that up. This whole bit has been to set up that joke. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there we go. We did it. Thank you, everybody. Boy, End of show. Two and Andy's or two Courtney's at any given time. We're here for you, Roy. <laughs> We're multiplying. I got Everywhere. chills. Um, speaking so, of chills and they're multiplying, welcome to Musical Month uh, called Cinema Catacombs. So we um, the reason why we brought you back is because you recommended last time you were on the show, you recommended a movie to us that just sounded so batshit insane that it even existed that we're like, OK, we're going to watch this. But you know what? We're going to need Courtney back yeah. with this one just because yeah. of what it is. Uh, we're watching the the 2021 what's being described here as a musical comedy drama. Uh, Aline, which is a fictionalized portrayal of the life of Celine Dion. Um, written, directed, starring Valerie, I'm going to butcher this name. Oh, baby, I don't know. Le Monsieur. I think it's Le Monsieur. Le Monsieur. Is this movie in Quebecois? It is in Quebecois. Okay. Okay. So this film, um, instead of her name being Celine Dion, her name is Aline De. <laughs> it matters a lot. We're watching so much. Voyage of the Rock Aliens and Phantom of the Paradise, and this might be the most insane movie we watch this month. Oh, this, we this, haven't this. even gotten into the deets of this movie, and it's already batshit. Yeah, cause, yeah. because unlike Voyage of the Rock Aliens and Phantom of the Paradise... Aline had its world debut at the Cannes Film Festival, oh, shit. where it yeah. did. It did. <laughs> That's all we're gonna say. It did. Um, it received mixed reviews. It earned four nominations for the 47th annual Cesar Awards, including Best Picture. And Lemoncier won Best Actress at the Cesar mm-hmm. Awards for this thing. Are they, are those held imagine. in her backyard? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Her middle name is Cesar. <laughs> yeah. See, see, it's, it's the Cesar Chavez Awards, basically. Oh, no. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. What, what are we doing on this? Is this the sociopolitical episode? <laughs> oh, yeah. We went there. Colon, yeah. cult cinema catacombs, colon, these films exist. <laughs> Yeah, see, and the thing is, is that since they are the Cesar Awards, these are held at Cesar's Palace in Cesar's Las Vegas. Palace. Cesar's right. Palace in Vegas. Cesar! Where she, yeah. 
as where Celine Dion had her um her show there for a while, so it's appropriate. Yeah, she held court in that casino. Yes, she did. Until my, I assume she physically couldn't anymore. Yeah. Well, until she could no longer fight off the people trying to take her away. Oh no, I meant she's becoming a human statue. Did y'all not know that? Oh yeah, yeah. I knew that she had the disease where she's becoming a human statue. You know why? It's because like Nomi Malone, she liked hearing Caesar sing at Caesar's Palace. <sighs> so no. Um, I hate that. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of the worst X-Men power. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's got that rare disease where she's literally becoming a statue. And I just can't even begin. I did to- not know. Maybe I did know that. Maybe I did. Yeah, she, uh, that actually might be going down now because she, like, in the last week canceled a bunch of shows and nobody knows why. But also, like, everybody knows why. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like, nobody knows sad. why. And I'm like, yes, you do. You know why. Um, this film, by the way, uh, when at the at the 47th uh, Cesar Awards, there uh, are 47 of these. Yes, and we're sure they exist. This movie was nominated against Annette, which was the movie that was the Sparks uh, Brothers movie for Amazon, but both of those lost to a movie called Lost Illusions or Illusions Perdues. Um. It's some, some is that thing. like I like the fact that your French accent is just making fun of French accents. me, I just know it. <laughs> but I think you're having a roni like vanilla ice. <laughs> yeah, appar- apparently, the film that won Lost Illusions is um, a two-part film. It says here, set in the 1820s France, about a poet. Unfair. They got twice the movie. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It's just longer. It's just more movie. If they try to cram her entire life into this thing, then it's probably going to be epic. I mean, she won. the award for most movie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mean, she won Best Actress. Well, that's because of the range. And what I mean by range is not in emotion. It's in age. Um, because well, I, she plays Aline throughout the entire movie from age five to the present day. And what I'm finding interesting about her is because I'm looking at a photo of the actress right now who's playing her. And, you know, when I look at Celine Dion, I, too, think of Kathleen Keener because this actress looks like. <laughs> A clone of Kathleen Keener. Huh. Like every five-year-old I've ever met, including my own almost five-year-old who looks exactly like her. I'm honestly waiting for her to look at me and say, that's nice. Who the fuck is John Malkovich? (laughs) (laughs) Now, all I want is for us to make a shot for shot remake of that film starring my child. (laughs) (laughs) You could take it to the Cesar Awards. I could, and and she'd get a nomination minimum. It just needs to be four and a half hours long. It released the Snyder cut of this movie, reshot for shot with your daughter. It's four and a half hours long in black and white. I love it. I love every bit of it, um, especially since trying to feed her the lines would be great. Uh, because every single time I've ever let it slip since she's been able to talk, she says, Mom, don't say the F word. <laughs> God, you're you have to be in real trouble then. Um, It's going to be real fun. 
in, for my life in general. Uh, also, sitting on the counter about 45 seconds before you called me, and she told me, Mommy, get off the counter. Stop doing dangerous things. God. <laughs> okay. You have a a hall monitor as a daughter. Yeah, what a bummer. <laughs> bummer. <laughs> Kidding, I love you, Dot. You're the best child in the whole world. You're the when, best. You, when you listen to this 20 years from now... <laughs> Because we all have that statue disease and it's in the mm-hmm. Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, why is mommy talking about this fake Celine Dion movie? <laughs> no, no she won't. She'll know shot for shot that movie by then because it'll just be it. on like, oh, Thanksgiving dinner's over. It's time to watch Aline every year. <laughs> and she will have won so many Cesar Awards. So many. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, though, how they've crammed Celine Dion's entire life into 128 minutes. So I oh, think I'm sure it's Courtney beautiful. To sell, sell me on this. What are we doing? Well, yeah, so going, why did you bring this to our attention? We're going on a journey of magic. Okay. And the magic okay. begins in a humble Quebecois household. <clears throat> With like a billion kids. Okay. And we make some twists and turns along the way that might point to some really upsetting grooming behavior. And then we take some pit stops at soft rock icons. Oh. And then we end at maybe she's a living statue now. (laughs) Do they include that in the movie? Uh, I have not yet finished this film. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's encouraging. So, that is, I, yes, that is the most cult cinema catacombs thing I can think of. Don't know. How For how long have you been trying to finish this movie? Since I found out about it. Wow. Basically, the instant it became available on Amazon, uh, because (laughs) one of my other film uh, podcasts that I love, Maximum Film, shout out to Alonzo Duralde, Andrea Clark, and Ify Nwadwe, who are amazing. They brought it up to me when it was at Cannes, and it was anxiously anticipated by them, which then became anxiously anticipated by me. So this is Alonzo's fault, Roy, so you can talk to Alonzo about that. Wait, hold on. Sidebar. This sidebar this podcast for a second. <laughs> Courtney, okay. I've been trying to sell you on a subscription to Dropout TV for the show Game Changers. I've yes. been trying this. Yes. If you want away is on that show all the time. He is oh a my God. He's my boyfriend. Get, get on it. He's my boyfriend. Get on it. Shout out. Apparently, we're going to apparently not only are we going to uh, stand another podcast on this podcast, but also drop out TV. So I, there you go. Ding. Uh. So uh. I have to read this critical review. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Uh, it currently has a 58 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, by the way. That's quite I mean, it's better than 50. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Megacritic, it has 53 out of 100. Okay. Uh, the New York Times critic, Kyle Buchanan, had this to say about uh, Lemon Sears' decision to play the character throughout her entire life. 
quote, shrunk to hobbit size and face tuned into near oblivion, lemon sears scampers, preens, and unnerves. I've never seen anything quite like it. Not Pen 10, not John C. Riley at the beginning of Rock Hard, and not even a fully grown Martin Short playing a psychotic 10-year-old in Clifford. <laughs> As a cinematic presence, preteen Aline looks less like our main character and more like she's ready to terrorize Vera Farmiga in the next <laughs> Conjuring movie. Why didn't they just cast an actual kid? I'm told that as a French comedian, Le Monsieur has often played children, but Aline takes this shtick several steps too far. The movie is like if in Bohemian Rhapsody, they shrank Rami Malek <laughs> and made him play his own teeth. <laughs> Have you seen those Twitter prompts that ask you to reimagine a classic film with one character being replaced by a Muppet? Aline reminded me of that, except the main character is the Muppet, and instead of felt, it's made out of flesh and nightmares. God! <laughs> so, so they really did um, an orphan first kill with her. So, it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure how you found my review of this movie. Um, <laughs> We, that we know sets your pin it name up. Now. It's, that totally sets the film up right there. That's perfect. That it absolutely encapsulates some of this movie that I have seen. <laughs> some how how uh, wait hold on how far in have you made it so far? Okay, so the first time I tried, we got about seven minutes in because I had my two best friends. Uh, over to watch this movie because it's so batshit and we got about seven minutes in and we were very excited to like sit down and have like a crazy time and then we realized it was only available in quebecois and so once i realized that we just turned on two on food thanks for everything sure like you do <laughs> like one does yeah yeah like one it's, does it's the spiritual sister to the film uh and we enjoyed that <laughs> um <laughs> The second time I got about 30 minutes in and I can't for the life of me remember why I turned it off. I might have I can't imagine I would have fallen asleep, which tells me that your body went into an autonomic response. <laughs> I I got locked in syndrome. And became a living statue just instantly. Just 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 went for a 30-minute Terry Schiavo and then came back. <laughs> then I, and I came back and some other movie was on. I think it was I, I Think You Should Leave was on and my husband was like, I had to do something. <laughs> and you legally, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 cert once, you've, once you have uh, graduated to a certain type of uh, I, I, I Think You Should Leave fan, you cannot legally turn it off once it's on. It's not legal, no. Um, no it's can. illegal for you to even ask that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, yeah. You can't even. I'm not supposed to be talking about this. Not supposed to. But Ugh. hey, man, that I shows right I, in my cue. I doubt that Sam Richardson listens to this show. Sam. So. Hey, Sam. <laughs> Get in the comments, Sam. Come on the show. Okay. Come on the show, Sam. <laughs> we want to talk about hey. werewolves within. In my the last podcast I recorded, I said that I was a little buff boy. 
Come on the show. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, Harley Jarvis. Fuck <laughs> you, Harley Jarvis. Yeah, I'm a little goose. It's an old circus term. God. <laughs> Again, Roy, I ask you, mm-hmm. what's it like to be in this sandwich? <laughs> which is not it only like... is it the whitest bread you could buy. It is. Um, but it's also the most annoying, insane bread you could buy. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait until our fifth anniversary when we have her along for pre-mutas. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is what I can't wait for. You're talking about I, locked in syndrome. I can't wait to hear her response to premiums. It's just gonna be me progressively <laughs> further away from the mic. It's just ha, ha. Which ha! <laughs> the difference? The difference though here is with Primotos, you're gonna have to actually spend some money to rent it, where a lien is available through Amazon Prime subscription. Well, I still think I could probably get the Blu-ray. Or one of those one of those discs because it's no that's right it wasn't two discs was it I'm gonna send you a gift card so that you can <laughs> rip her toast because nobody nobody should have to pay for that that's not I mean, Roy or I let <laughs> wait until after we've seen Aline to decide if I need oh. to pay penance by renting this movie myself sure <laughs> <laughs> it might be your this might be your punishment is for mutos for this I movie. mean. You need to say seven Hail Marys and rent Primutos. <laughs> As a person with a child named Dot, I don't think it's going to be any Dot in the kangaroo. Um, but I don't know how far past it it's going to be up the hill. You know what I, I mean? Oh, I, as long as it doesn't end with Dot like being emotionally distraught for the rest of her life, crying at a fence because she got abandoned enough. by a kangaroo... I can never let my child watch that show. She's going to think it's her namesake. So the difference between Dot and the Kangaroo and Permutos, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so you can tell in her uninterrupted minutes of this, you can see the end of Dot and the Kangaroo. Like you start the movie, you can see the end of the movie. You say, I just got to make it. To that, my I, I if I make it there, I can make it anywhere. Anywhere, it's up to me. But Permutos, every step you take, it's like a video game that has the fog of war. Like you, you will not see what's in front of you. You do not know how much longer you have. Oh you do God. not know what's coming at you. Sometimes it's, like, it's a Conan sword. Sometimes it's a tank sometimes who i can't it's just yeah and it's like it's like the it's like the return of the kings where you think you're at the ending of the movie and then nope we got some more movie (laughs) faking you out yeah yeah Uh, it's like it's like a tough mutter race but fun and something you actually (laughs) wanted to and to think andy we're doing the restored and 4k director's cut version of it Oh, yes. and the director's cut's probably more concise and definitely doesn't take any <laughs> winding tangents or rabbit trails. We probably have more Conan Sword. Yeah, I really hope it does. I, what I... I really wanted from that movie was more Conan Sword. I just can't help but think that I deserve this. It's... The reason so, the reason why is because 
I got off easier than literally any guest in the history of the show has ever been. I got to watch 13 Ghosts in SLC Punk. That's true. That's true. It's only the- fair that I have to watch Aline and Premuto. <laughs> Not to continue the uh, the, the, the Tolkien uh, reference trade. Oh my god, we could do it all day. But Permutos, Cinema Tolkien. For you, Permutos is like the one the, the one ring. In the sense that, yes, it is a huge honor just... and, a, and, and a blessing that you get to watch this movie, but it's also a curse that will travel with you for the rest By the of your end of life. It, just... Yeah. Take it for me. Yeah. 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 Well, no, by the end of it, you're going to have it in your pocket and somebody's going to reach for it and you're going to bite their arm. That's what's <laughs> going to happen. Like You can't separate yourself. You will not know where Permuto stops and you begin by oh the end God. of this thing. You will be a human centipede. Of this not that. <laughs> it's just you in the movie over and over again. You are eating and shitting into Permutos, which is in turn <laughs> shitting into you. Just back and forth forever. To infinity. Yeah. While some angry German guy screaming, feed! Yeah, you are, it is a, It is going to be a Mobius strip of pleasure and pain. This is what's inside of the lament configuration. I was going to um, say, is this you. the plot to the next Hellraiser movie? Yeah, move? it takes you to a point of ecstasy that is beyond pain. This is how I become a Cinnabite. It yes. is, yes. Do, Maybe wait. a Cinnabun. Somewhere do between I, a Cinnabun and a Cinnabite is what Permutos is going to do for you. I am I am Cinnabite Princess Leia is what I'm hearing. Yes. And I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to get there, we have to get through this thing first. Yeah, we do. We should watch this movie. Oh, uh, this we? isn't this isn't Purgatory? No. We're on the train to Purgatory. Purgatory. <laughs> I thought oh, I was just here, and I just yeah. was waiting on somebody or something. I'm 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 not Catholic. I don't know now. a lot about purgatory. No, we just you... paid the toll booth, and now we're waiting for the train to take us to purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> Aline, Aline is the movie that's playing on the train as we're going to purgatory. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> then they're gonna find out about me, and that's when we get to wishcraft. Yes. <laughs> you thank you for bringing it up. I was hoping that at some point, again, it's required. You were going to bring that up. Yeah. No, it's just like, oh, Courtney's here? Okay, put on Reeker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the episode where y'all covered the room where you flat told me to shut up about witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> One day, we will get our own, like, 24-hour film festival that we get to put on. Wishcraft Con. And we, and, and we will not show yes. Wishcraft. It'll be called yes. it'll be called Wishcraft Con, but there will be no Wishcraft. It's just going to be Courtney sitting in the front row watching all of these the lowest tier movies that we've ever seen. Reeker. Be uh, set up in a chair like Malcolm McDowell and Clockwork Orange. Yes. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Watching yeah. Reeker and Premutos and Dot and the Kangaroo and Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. And um, now, honky. I do have a fun fact. Yes, yeah, an honky, yes. Uh, I was going back through the archives the other day trying to find something to watch. And I was listening to your episode. I'm not going to say which episode it is. An episode. Uh, <laughs> you'll find out which episode. And I was cleaning the house as I did it, which is my way. Uh, <laughs> and... My lovely spouse, Craig. Hey, babe, I love you. You're the best. You could probably hear me through the wall right now. Um, <laughs> uh, and he said, 
wait, what are they talking about? And I told him and he said, I loved that movie. (laughs) And he legitimately loved it. This film. And you're going to love it. I would actually, you know what? I would like to hear you guess which film. Give me a time period of, of when we would have recorded this. This is, oh boy, time is a flat circle. It is, um, it is probably in, in the last year. I think it's in the last year, okay. maybe last two years. Okay, so it's not Terror in the Tiny Town. Okay. No, and I don't think Craig would have. I, I, I know enough of Craig. I've spent time with Craig. I'm trying to get inside of his head. I'm trying to profile Craig right now. You're going to have to get past a lot of beard. <laughs> is it the vampire happening? It is not the vampire happening. Good guess. Okay. Are we... Do you know? Plus, because you are literally the chronicle. Of the, like Roy and I record a show and we're like, fucking, we're done. You have a, a knowledge of our show. I do. Um, do you know if it was before or after the vampire happened? I believe it was after. Okay. Oh, okay. Again, okay. time is a flat circle. It's a bit of I'm, a blur. I'm trying to go back through like this year and the last half of last year. I'm um, pretty sure it has it, been since last summer. I'm pretty sure. Was it? laser mission it is not laser mission Ah. the movie that he loved was animal olympics (laughs) oh sweet summer oh no oh no my my beautiful spring flower craig no i said are you sure it's this movie and he was like there's animals with tits right oh god (laughs) no but 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 you know what? You know what? And I'm doubled over right now. I am it's precious. I love him even more for it. I am And I'm so sorry I am putting you on blast in front of the entire internet, Craig. <laughs> I am in a Cold War um I'm back in elementary school doing Cold War drills under my desk right now. <laughs> but now that you mention it, yeah. It's on it, it, like I could see that. If you're like a ten year old kid and and you're really into like juggling and sleight of hand magic. <laughs> these are all this is if me were, just if describing you, my, if my boy Craig wasn't on blast before, he is now. <laughs> okay, but like he's really good at juggling. I have a bag that's full of machetes and torches and bowling pins and crap because he's so good I at juggling. I did not know this. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Yeah, yeah I can that. see it. See? I mean, Both I can sides. see it because even, even, you know, Roy said that, you know, we we watched it. Has he watched it since then? Oh, I can't imagine he's seen it in a, at least okay. two decades. Now it makes sense. Now okay, because because when he starts hearing the stuff coming out of their mouth, that was socially acceptable in 1982. It sure seemed <laughs> awfully problematic to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's. So, yeah, I can see that now because even Roy said, you know, when he watched it when he was a kid, it was, you know, you're a kid. Yeah. You're not going to like 80 percent of it just kind of. Yeah, it's not new. Then you grow up and you're like, wait, did they just say that that kung fu move was the say you punky? Oh, boy. (laughs) I would challenge Craig to watch it again. Not in 100 years. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that means she'll have to watch it. Sure. I would be willing to do this for the good of the pod and for the good of my husband's psyche, but it took me 
eight years to get him to watch Clone High. And Clone <laughs> High rules. It does rule. And now we've got Clone High on Max. so good. HBO, uh, Max, you guys. Now, Max. Max yeah, they, they will come for you. They will come for you if you call it I'm HBO I'm ready for Max. everyone else to drop the first three letters of the, all of their streaming services. I'm ready for... Well, I, know, I, I know Peacock said they're not going to do it. Yeah, I mean... That's a bummer. Yeah, I would I would pay more money to cock. If, right? Than I'm ready for Zon. Yeah, I'm ready for Mount. I'm ready to have my thing that says Mount Cock on Mount my Plus. lineup. See, the thing is, is for Hulu, it'd just be you. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so it's it's Mount Cock. Uh. Yeah, which, sure. <laughs> Come watch Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Come watch Saved by the Bell. Now streaming on Cock. Yeah, now streaming, on, now streaming on cake. Cocaine hey bear, now, cocaine bear, now streaming on cock. Hey kids, you like The Office? You can only get it on cock. On cock. See, I actually. Sorry, think mom. That, My mom's probably gonna listen to this. Sorry, mom. I, I actually think that it might be a brilliant marketing move. <laughs> I I think maybe they should move forward with that. Maybe they should hire me. Yeah, I would uh, definitely talk them into changing it. Uh, we are a package deal. Package deal. Watch it'll probably happen <laughs> on April Fool's Day. Uh, okay, let's go watch this movie. What movie? Uh, <laughs> least, right. Right, for sure. Alrighty. And then hey, you know what this means? This is that uh Courtney can be here to uh hear because well, I I will go ahead and do it on this episode. We'll since we're going to um, have her watch Premutos. We'll also do the wheel and find out what we're going to watch. I'm so yes. excited. Didn't wasn't Animal Olympics on that wheel? No, did, did it was not. It? Oh, we didn't pull it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So so just as a reminder, here are the twenty that was pulled. Oh no, we're gonna list them. Reeker. Yes. Twice dead. Yes. Dr. Caligari. Yes. Rock and Rule. Yes. Ninja 3 The Domination. Hell yes. The Kindred. Absolutely yes. The Pit. Mm, Okay. Evil Speak. Yes. Liquid Sky. I'm there for it. The Gay Deceivers. Mm. (laughs) The Mm. The Vampire Happening. Sure. Skidoo. Maybe. <laughs> Dot and the Kangaroo. Let's not. <laughs> bad Ben. Yeah, oh. please. Please let it be Bad Ben. Can I come on to watch Bad Ben if the wheel lands on it? Yes. I want to see it. <laughs> Picnic at Hanging Rock. That's like the classiest one yeah. out of the whole bunch. That just stands yeah. out. Might as well be Boom. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I can't. So, you so, side note on Boom, just real quick. <laughs> Let's do I, 20 tight minutes on Boom. I'm, I got I got a tight five on Boom. I'm taking it on Kimmel. Um, we, <laughs> whenever anybody posts on Twitter, anybody, they get a, a million followers or two followers. They're like, I'm looking for a movie to watch. I will say Boom without missing a beat. Just <laughs> Boom. <laughs> just so you can experience Elizabeth Taylor going, shit on your mother. And then throwing an x-ray machine off the yes. <laughs> So you're going to love this. The reason I thought about Boom again is because um, I am a woman of class. Indeed. Shout out to when we just talked about um, 
all of those filthy things that I just said about five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> and I was watching a YouTube video of architectural digests oh, list Jesus. of celebrities doing tours of their homes. Okay. And RuPaul was on it. And she said, he said, they said, I'm confused about RuPaul because of the drag queen of it all. There's a very strong, I don't, RuPaul said that one of the rooms in their home was inspired by the film Boom. <laughs> yes. So, so it, reek, it reeks of cigarettes and scotch and uh, has weird tapestries and, and murals and well, that's Hole, where holes I started where to lose RuPaul. Holes where the where the windows are supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love the the aesthetic. Go ahead. Where I was, where I lost RuPaul was that this room was functionally a sunroom, but like a rich person sunroom. So it was, it didn't just have like windows on the side. It was a gorgeous pavilion, and the three walls, whatever, however many walls that were not covered in windows were painted to look almost like a black and white big top, like a three ring circus with the stripes. Sure. And I'm not (laughs) sure how that has anything to do with the film boom. And I'm wondering if maybe RuPaul said boom when they meant the film freaks that has nothing to do with <laughs> Smith Taylor. This room was inspired by Boom, and by Boom I mean Cecil B. DeMille's The Greatest Show on Earth. Exactly. <laughs> I and, meant, oh, I said Boom. I meant Beetlejuice. <laughs> I meant Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice would be closer. Um, also, go look at RuPaul's house because it's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I'm full of sponsorships today. Hang on. Now that I'm on camera, Bishop Cider. Ding. <laughs> so real quick to round up the other movies that we had after picking a Sorry. rock. It's, <laughs> again, it's too, when you put us together, it, it's like, it's an exponential growth. We're greater than the sum um, of our parts. We're you, like three people. It's oil and vinegar, but together you make salad dressing. That's right. Baby. We are an aioli. We are Chaos Vinaigrette. <laughs> That's the name of our improv group. There you go, Chaos Vinaigrette. <laughs> no, it's, it's, have you ever been, uh, like, trimming your hedges with one of those big, like, chainsaw-looking guys, but then you find sure. a wasp's nest? Yeah. That's us. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you've ever heard a wolf cry to the blue coordinate. It's like that. Uh, it's... Oh. Roy is trying to just trim all the bullshit off of the edges of the podcast, <laughs> and we're just like, no! <laughs> and I'm just shoving my snake hand down his throat. <laughs> exactly. Roy, what I'm trying to say is, why do you keep letting me on the show? <laughs> <laughs> she really I- is like the giant bull penis to my wishcraft. It's me. I am the goddess chaos. <laughs> and I have my golden apple and I will use it. <laughs> All right. So the rest of the movies. Roy. Uh, spe- speaking of the apple, <laughs> the apple. Nice. Hey, I did it. I did uh, a transition. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. I don't know that one. 
Uh, Rats, Night of Terror. Oh, my God. The Terror of Tiny Town. Oh. And, of course, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. I mean, all in all, the percentages are pretty good for us. But watch. The two we land on are going to be (laughs) The Terror of Tiny Town and Dot and the Kangaroo. Watch. Just watch. I'm going to need to know a lot about the sizes of the slices. Or it's going to be The Terror of Tiny Town and Reeker. No, because there are three options here. There is a really good option, right, where we get – well, there's four options. There's a really good option where we get movies that we're like, bang on, we want to watch this bitch real bad. There's a second option, which is the worst movies. There's Mm -hmm. a third option, which would be one of each, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's a fourth option, Roy. And the fourth option is – Movies in the middle. I think that might be the worst. It could be like the gay deceivers and Skidoo. And we'd be like, fine. And you're just like, ugh. Like, I'm not going to hate watch this. I'm not going to love watch this. But I'm going to watch it. Like Skidoo and the pit. Fine. Yeah, right? It's like, okay, Granny gets thrown into a pit. and Or no, was it Granny? Was it Granny? It was Granny, yeah. Okay, yeah, and Skidoo. All right. Like we'll watch we, these. Fine. We'll look at we'll we'll look at Carol Channing's tits again. Fine. Oh, God damn it. No. Now you reminded me of that and I do not want it. Huh. <laughs> I do not want that though again. Yes, her see-through bra with her aerial is right front and center. Yep. I don't remember eating corn? <laughs> yeah. Is that something? <laughs> Uh, oh, I have blocked that out of my mind. Thanks for unlocking that unfortunate core memory. Wait, I have a better one. I have a better away. one. Raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she calls her nipples. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate it. Rightfully so, by the way. And she, and she shows them to Frankie Avalon, out of all people. Yeah. What did Frankie ever do to deserve this? He's a nice boy. <laughs> What's he? I don't know that that's true. No, I don't. At that's all. True at all. I don't think that follows. <laughs> that doesn't read. Speaking of nice people, let's let's watch this movie about Celine Dion. Who, who is by all rights, nice. I guess, a very nice person. Like, she'll, I've never heard a bad thing about Celine Dion. Other just, than the fact that she married an adult when she was a child, I, I can't think of anything of note. <laughs> that just happens in Canada. <laughs> I don't know. Is, there is go that all what Quebec is? is? Yeah. There you've go seen, all our Canadian listeners. You've seen Letterkenny. I mean, this is basically how it is. Oh, no, the DJs. <laughs> it's the DJs from up country. All right, let's watch it. Yay! We're going to have a sausage party. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back after we watch Aline, and we will announce our films for our fifth anniversary extravaganza. Why do you let me do this? Um... Well, I guess we should just jump right into the interview here. Is there anything you'd like to do before we get started? Um, I want to play golf. I want to have a child. I want to uh, drive my own car. I want to cook. I want to go to the groceries and buy my own tomatoes. I'm afraid we don't have time for anything like that. Um, What I meant was, can I get you a drink or something? Yeah. I'm sorry. We're all out of drinks! Anyway, Celine, let's, uh, let's get caught up a little. How are things going with you these days? I'm always losing my boyfriends. I'm always crying. I'm always bare feet. I'm always miserable, and I'm always crying, and I'm always alone in the world. Wow. Sucks to be you, huh? It's all right, because I know at home something's waiting for me. 
a big old chicken pot pie? Absolutely. Hi there, fun seekers. Are you looking for cinema that is absolutely 100% independently made, but also extremely unique and outside of the box? Well, look no further than Troma Pictures and the Troma Now streaming service. Watch.troma.com is your home for everything from Roy Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.troma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. Let's get freaky. Whatever. Do it. I got takes. Whatever, let's do Welcome it. Welcome to my house. Flow writer. He invited me to his house, guys. It's in the song. You have to go. I'm like QAnon for Flow Rider. <laughs> I'm baking Flow Rider lyrics. Is that what this movie did to you? It's making you bake Flow Rider? No, lyrics. life did that to me. Life did that to me. And then oh. I went to Moby. That's my day. Flowrider and Moby. Then I brought myself down with some Radiohead. Oh, Jesus. Wow. I'm so dedicating with that, uh, Spotify. That is quite a jump. That's how I roll, baby. So, I also got, so, so apropos of this show and um, the Lido deck, since we're just getting started, <laughs> I um, got an album by a, um, a, a, a ambient noise group called uh groceries and it's all this guy's like ambient grocery store music that he's made it's great jesus it's great wow yeah i'll share some with you later but anybody out there get get on Bandcamp, get you some of that grocery store music (laughs) i thought at first you're gonna say that you actually found uh like an album uh for for this on vinyl Oh, for this? No, I don't think they made it, which is a goddamn travesty, by the way. Is it just me, or did all the songs sound like the demo versions? Uh, so I actually have a fun fact about this. Uh, you would have thought that she probably sang the songs, or she just used Celine Dion like a demo or whatever. Yeah. Neither of those things is true. A third person <laughs> has done the songs just like karaoke style, I guess. So it's someone impersonating Celine Dion? Yes. Oh, my God. About it's as someone, well as in Drag Race, actually. Yeah. Is someone impersonating Celine Dion impersonating Celine Dion impersonating Celine Dion? Or through the rabbit here, gentle, rabbit hole yeah. here, gentlemen. Man, yeah, that's there, my own joke. Here I am. This I is don't what know the movie the, does. I don't know what's French for spoon, because there isn't one. Um uh, so so overall thoughts on the lean, everybody? Um, well, I took some notes. Um. <laughs> well, Roy, what did you think while Courtney is uh, accessing her mind palace? What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was boring as fuck. Um, yeah? Yeah, I thought it was boring. 
I, I had to stop and pause and walk away and wake myself up so many times <laughs> during this thing. I will say the first hour when she's portraying Celine Dion at the age of two up up to sixteen really <laughs> felt wrong. I was like, yeah, it was off putting. Even for even, sure. Even David Lynch would go, no, no, we're not doing this. This is not right. See, what happened was somebody broke into Peter Jackson's house and stole all his forced perspective CGI notes from The Hobbit and then did evil with them instead of good. Yes. And I will say when I realized that the record producer, when when it finally sunk in that he was supposed to be Renee. Oh, that it was uh, a I, I, that's I, when had, I texted I had, you. The last thing I texted you guys last night when I was watching this was, oh, oh, no. And that was the point <laughs> in, in the movie when that happened. And then well, I kind of. Yeah. yeah. At that point, I had to go take a Silkwood shower because. Yeah, yeah that was a was bad like, point. Oh. In the movie. Um, hey, Roy. Yeah. I like this movie. Oh, God, of course. I so liked did, it. So did Chris. Chris genuinely I enjoyed liked it. this movie. I Very much, actually. He I thought it was so great. so much of this movie is telling a different story than I think it's telling. I love the fact that they... I love the... Go, 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 go. I love the fact that they, just so they don't get in trouble, they completely jumped over the whole Beauty and the Beast thing. Mm. Because I was like, okay, how are they going to handle Beauty and the Beast? Because, you know, that's how she became big with American audiences. And they were like, no, we're going to ignore that. But we'll bring up Titanic. But we'll bring up Titanic. They, but they never did. They they did the heart. Your heart will go on. But they never said Titanic. They never no. said James well, Cameron. And that part of the movie is baffling to me because I thought it was going to be a story point. This gets to eventually my overall thought on the movie in a nutshell, which is she heard the song. She said, I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. Cut to less than five minutes later. We <laughs> see her performing it. And they have said nothing else about this. Yeah. And there I are guess, some wild time jumps. For yeah, sure. and overall, I guess I thought something would happen in this movie. <laughs> it, am, I, am I the only one who thought she looked like Kathleen Keener? A little bit. I, no, I, was, was a, I, I was waiting for her to tell Renee to sink into the floor. <laughs> there was a point in this movie, and it was when, it was after her and Renee had, um, Quite well, it was before, it was before. <laughs> But she looks at her mom and she goes, Mom, I'm 20. And I was like, when? When did that happen? How did you get to become 20? She got 20. Her face says, I'm 50. When she hit the stage to sing her little song with her family band, I was like, fuck this. This is nightmare. This is those Ernest Borgnine faced dogs in in Friday the 13th. That's what this is. This isn't okay. I do like how they never showed her face like Samara in the ring. For like the first fifty minutes of the movie. So 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 the the let's 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 address the scene where we're counting down all the babies coming out of the mom's. Room. Oh boy. I'm I we actually did a countdown of every single baby and literally at one point I started chanting plug it up plug it up. <laughs> hey Roy. I, like, my next album's titled Every Single Baby. Uh, thank you for giving me that title. I appreciate it. Well, it's, I, it's attacking me, this level of personal attack that I'm feeling from this movie, because I also happen to be watching Shiny Happy People. 
Okay. And so I'm getting that's the the docu series on Amazon about yeah. the Duggars. Yeah. And so like I'm like, oh no, oh no, it's coming back. They're with all due respect, they're they're French Canadian Catholic though. Like that's they're true. gonna have babies. Like, but she's so wrecked down there now. I mean, and, and not only that, I'm surprised it was still working at that point. Like, I mean, she was even voicing concern when she met with the priest. And the priest's response was basically like, eh, it's fine. Well, there's a scene where she sits down with Renee to talk about the fact that they can't have kids. And he's like, well, I've had three kids before. And she's like, well, that was earlier. Bitch, you 85 years old and you've had 1,700 children. Like, don't do that. Don't do don't that. Go, don't come in here with this. Don't go chasing those waterfalls. <laughs> no. Uh, early wait. in the movie, the lengths that they go to to avoid showing yes. that child's face. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's like Austin Powers not showing his dick. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's like Tina Fey's pregnant on 30 Rock. <laughs> So it's like we it's like we see her eyes and she's like what, what killed me though is like when she's peeping over looking on the stage i was like i don't remember this scene from amelie what the hell's going on here <laughs> yeah i was like oh she's 50 okay well, like, i was trying to figure out at that point of the movie i was like what is why does it look wrong why and i we finally figured it out after like 45 minutes of the movie it's because the digitized version of her face it's like the corner needed to be pulled in just like another click in oh. to match the size of the face. I can explain that. It's so it's like easy. a Modoc thing. They <laughs> used like Haley Joel Osment's face for the mocap suit <laughs> and his face stays the same size and his head just grows. So they did like a they did like a, a boyhood with him over the last uh, 25 years. And his face is the same size as Sixth Sense, but his head is the size of George Costanza's head now. <laughs> so they just used that. George Costanza? Ah. That's my point of reference? Yeah. No, it's very sure. current. I like it. Sure, just, I, that's where I am at. I, I, I'm just glad we didn't see her naked because I was Come like, on. No, 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 no. They no. went everywhere, but you might as well. I, you the might thing as well. is, the scene, the scene, okay, so, so the scene when her and Renee do it, I was like, when she's when she's getting naked, I'm like, please, no, no. And I'm like, okay, good, it's covering up. And then they're in bed with each other. And, and here, here is my dramatic reinterpretation of that whole sequence of Celine Dion losing her virginity to oh, Renee. To a 50-year-old man? To a 50-year-old man. Can so, we use the language of the film and call it jumping on gross blubber, please? Yes, so jumping on gross blubber. <laughs> so are are. Are, are you sure this is what you want? Yes, stick it in. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, they had to, Roy, they had to go. There was a pace to this movie. There's no foreplay in any scene. Any kind of emotion oh, no, the foreplay for, in this the movie. Foreplay, the foreplay was the morning after when they're, like, looking at each other through the newspapers. With oh, that the, was dumb. The that whole thing. No, like, there is no setup for you. any. So... Courtney, I, you guys were talking about how it, it was it was boring or it wasn't like a lot of like uh, artist biopics because there wasn't any drama. There wasn't any like, you know, there, there wasn't any tension in the whole like the whole movie, she, really. She well, had no conflicts, really. Because the movie didn't allow her to. Like no. when her father dies, it's 30 seconds of a movie. It's, it's like, crazy. oh, she's going on stage. 
Should we tell her? No, it's too late. And then she finds out, cries while she's singing all by myself. Maybe? I don't remember. And then the funeral, and then they go on. Like right. that whole That's... funeral was like something out of House of Gucci. I swear. <laughs> it was a Tim <laughs> Robbins sketch for sure. It was a Tim <laughs> Robinson sketch. <laughs> this movie was kind of I think you should leave sketch. Oh, if no. you watch it the right light, it's kind of right there. You just gotta be right in the exact right hand. Kid feels uh baby Forrest Whitaker was there. Like it, this is <laughs> peak comedy. This is experimental comedy that nobody got but I think me. So you guys should uh, watch it again. Oh, hell no. Oh, I could never. Oh, my God. my No, my spouse would kill me. I'd get divorced. What's it available on? I'm going to see if it's on 4K yet. I don't have enough soap to scrub the seven layers of skin off my body. Do you know why I like it so much? Do you want anybody want to wager a guess? I need you to justify so many things. (laughs) No, I need you to guess. I'm giving both of you a guess. As okay. to why I like this so much. Because you're a fan of, of the book Lolita? No. Uh, because you are a masochist. No. <laughs> no. Because... So Your heart it, will go on? It will, <laughs> but that's not why. Um, Courtney, being as you've listened to this show probably more than anyone, including Roy and I, um, <laughs> and Roy, you know me pretty well, I am the biggest fan of audacity in the world. This is pro- this is one of the most audacious movies I've ever seen. It is that. You yes. are absolutely right. It so is. I'm watching it like, first of all, how did they get this budget to make this movie? Because oh, man. it's, does anybody know what the budget, I don't, I don't know. But does well, anybody know what the assume, budget? I, I'm not sure the budget. Let me look into that. But I assume that Trident gave them a in, certain amount of money because of that one Phoenix. weird section that turned into a Trident commercial. Sure. Uh, sure. That was slow mo to sexy grandpa, and then she like smiled, and then there was a literal trident. Ding! Uh, okay, it cost twenty three point six million pounds, okay. uh, which okay. is uh, roughly about twenty five point three million American dollars. Twenty five million dollars to make this fake biopic, and they threw a loony in just for shits and giggles. <laughs> that is a lot of I... money to make a movie, an unsanctioned biography. <laughs> Yeah, I love the whole beginning. It was just like, it's like this is a work of fiction. Trust us, this is a work of fiction. And I'm I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, I know Celine Dion's story. This did happen. This did happen. Which part is fake? The fact that I watched <laughs> Renee run around for half of this movie in a Mission Impossible movie one level makeup, like he was invading the Kremlin, was great. Like... <laughs> The fact that she was running around with an old person's face on a young person's body for 50 minutes was great. Like, <laughs> this movie is as ostentatious as it could possibly be. Like, it was, I, I'm sorry, but it was the, See, the whole, I can't talk for three months, which I know is real. But, like, the way that they did, like, this whole thing, it's just, it teeters on this razor's edge of like i was saying being like absurdist comedy and then also being like drama and cg like weird c it's it's i i'm sorry i i I can't help it i love it can't help it Um, so i i am a a little younger than both of y'all so y'all might know more about some hollywood legends than me 
Uh, can you tell me about the legend of the bolo tie? Because she's wearing a bolo tie in like the entire movie. And I, did she do that's, that? Is that something? That's Canadian. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a Canadian thing. Well, I mean, at one point. She's Get at me, Canadian, Canadian listeners. She was wearing the Canadian tuxedo at one point. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that's accurate. Yeah. I she remember. was she was let's go to the mauling. Um, how I met your mother in that one scene so hard she really was mm-hmm. uh, she was robin sparkles all the way down boots um i guess i guess i have to be the one to bring it up no uh how gross the romantic storyline is about like nah see see it's fine it's fine she likes him more than he likes her. It's fine. Look at the cologne. She's sniffing the cologne. Yeah, which was weird. That scene oh, that was scene, weird. That whole scene was weird. I was just like, what, what are you well, doing? Well, the fact that what she was that? carrying around a picture of him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, in real life, I am a fairly, not huge, but I'm a big Celine Dion fan. I followed Celine Dion's career. I was a musical theater major. Get at me. But... Like, even in real life, that whole situation weirds me out, let alone portrayed in a movie like this. And the thing is, is it's like you were making jokes about grooming. I don't think this is grooming because this caught Renee off guard. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, he was just like, wait, she, she, she wants my dick. What? what? <laughs> Has she seen the ponytail? Has she seen it? Rough. Man, there's just, ooh, yeah. man. Boy, I'm trying to remember some of the moments in this because time really oh. moves different when you're watching this movie. There was there it was does. a moment there was a moment in this movie that was very Celine Dion because she's so quirky, and she, and I will say that she nailed the quirkiness of Celine Dion. But there was just one quirky moment that made me just go, "Oh God, please stop!" And it's when she's with the twins. And she's talking mm. about how she's going to eat up their poo-poo and pee-pee like vanilla pudding. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. The worst thing that ever happened which to me in only my whole life leads, is me watching that scene. <laughs> oh, which leads me only to believe that that actually happened. You know it did. I mean, because she... Then, who, would, who would come up with that? Who would write that into a script if it didn't actually happen? Yes. Uh <laughs> Well, and and going back to the the time the time jumps in this movie, that's why we we are struggling to go you know linearly through this no movie order. because yeah it's because the kid at one point goes from five, and then the very next scene he's fifteen. Oh, the, the, the her kid, yeah, yeah, or maybe I was seventeen like, or maybe eleven. I'm not sure. His hair didn't grow. His hair was the same length at five as it was at fifteen. His head just grew, which yeah. hers didn't. So no. is that a genetic thing? I don't know, man. I, they're really expecting hairstyles to do a lot of the legwork for the year. Oh, they carry. They're load-bearing <laughs> hairstyles. <laughs> a lot of load-bearing perms. Yes. <laughs> we never, by the way, the one thing that really rubbed me the wrong way about this movie is we never get to see them, the family, come around on Renee. Mm-mm. They just are around on mm-hmm. Renee, you know? Like, they hate him. Mom's mom's not letting him play roulette, which, by the way, you will get kicked out of a casino if you take a roulette. Yeah, when that happened, I was like, why is she not being escorted out by security? I said Canadian casinos are really different. (laughs) Yeah, they're lax as hell, man. Um, You know, that's that scene. And then the next scene that we see them together in, I think, is the scene where she's talking about having a baby with him. And, you know, she's basically come around. 
And then he flies well, them into the Oscars she, or whatever. She came around. The mother came around when she saw her in the wedding dress, which was just yes, ridiculously that's over the top, by the way. Yes. That's um, true. But yeah, when she saw her in the wedding dress, all of a sudden she's like, oh, my baby. Uh, and I'm like, wait a minute. Now suddenly you're okay with this? Yes. This The mom's relationship with Renee. Sorry. What do they call it? Guy Claude? In the movie, whatever, not Renee. Chuck Fleur, I don't know. Uh, yeah, something uh, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan, I like D'Artagnan. From now on, his uh, name is D'Artagnan. <laughs> that was a moment that I was like, oh, maybe we could dig in on this. And then they just Uno Reverso and go to the next plot point in her life, and I'm like, ah, cool, we could dig in on this. No, Uno Reverso <laughs> doesn't matter. There is somewhere, I'm gonna speculate, and every time I do this, it's true. So hold on to your horses. I'm ready. Somewhere there is like a five-hour cut of this movie. Oh, I'm not shocked. I would be shocked. I want the Zack Snyder cut. And when I find it, we're watching it again. I'm pretty sure there is a six-hour made-for-television cut of this thing. You know, like, you know, what uh, Quentin Tarantino did on Netflix with the, um, uh, what was that, The, uh, the Western that he did. The Hateful Eight. The Hateful yeah, Eight. Yeah, you know there's a Hateful Eight cut of Aline. You know it. Is is this movie, like, super popular in Canada? Do we know? I don't think so. I don't think it was. <laughs> no. Because I think, if I remember right, the critics were just baffled by the, the fact that this thing existed. Um, let me see. Was it a hit? Let me look it up here real quick. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to talk about the saddest part of the movie. I just really think it's so sad that Guy Claude had to miss her show so that he could get his Mountain Dew infusion. Okay, yeah, yeah I was about <laughs> ready to say, okay, since when is the liquid in chemotherapy Kermit the Frog green? <laughs> and, <laughs> straight like Mountain Dew. And since when does he get to be Zardoz for, uh, or, or what's the guy's name from uh, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? <laughs> and oh, just sit- Zardon. Yeah, and, just sit, yeah. and just sit in his chemo chair and, and talk directly into Celine's ear while she's singing. That seems like a mistake. <laughs> that seems bugs. like a distraction. You don't want notes <laughs> while you're performing. Dude Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Dude Bugs Bunny. Oh, That's like the movie, shocker, right? This yeah. movie is a bomb. Okay, so it... Uh, so it cost uh, uh, 23.6 million pounds, uh, I mean, uh, Canadian pounds to make. It only made $11.1 million. This I thing mean, it still made $11.1 million, which is a lot more than I thought you were going to say. So More and money I will, than I made. <laughs> and I will say this film definitely felt longer than 128 minutes. It really did. It did. Uh, That's how long it takes for uh, James Franco to cut his arm off. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think my favorite text that I got from Andy with this whole thing was like, oh my god, Samuel Goldwyn <laughs> released this. When, it, when, 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 uh, when, when Samuel Goldwyn's uh, logo came up at the beginning, I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> what? I, I hope to god that's just American distro and you didn't sink a bunch of money into this movie. <laughs> Oh, certainly not. I don't, man, I don't know. (laughs) I can't help but like it, though. I can't help but like it. I mean, 
again, I'm kind of like you. I I am not a, a great fan of Celine Dion, but my first album that I ever purchased as a child was Falling Into You. Nice. Uh, I think I was in fifth grade, <laughs> something like that. Um, and so I did have a certain sort of idea for the oeuvre of what she was, and I feel like they cut around that. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> it was like, yeah. no, no, no. We don't need any of the like power ballad shit. We don't know. She can sing it for five seconds on stage. But the second she's off stage, she's quirky. And that little baby from a dresser drawer. Dude, too. <laughs> I miss the dresser drawer. The cotton dresser drawer by mama. Oh. <laughs> Is it sad, though, that I was sitting there watching the movie after Renee died and I looked at Chris and I said, OK, when do we get to the part where she becomes a human statue? Uh, yeah, they talk about it. Well, they didn't and they didn't talk about how she makes music, really. At all. No, at no. all. Like we got none of that, which would have made the movie a lot more interesting. Yeah, we only got to see her in the recording studio once, and that's when she was 12. Right. Be- because she had to prove to. Um, uh, she had to prove to Chanticleer that that was her real voice. Yeah. The Cardinal Richelieu didn't believe her, so. He did not, um, but yeah, a uh, question about um, Count Frollo's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it look like a My Chemical Romance video? <laughs> it did. It really did. Everybody was in like weird top hats with netting. They were yeah. totally at, they were totally attending the black parade. They yeah. really and were. I was it's waiting. I'm waiting for three bars. That's all. <laughs> I just <laughs> this movie is so fucking weird. I love it. It's so weird. Yeah, See, I and, mean, and, and, and Chris liked it unironically, not because it's weird, not because it's quirky, not because it has can, the audacity to exist. He was like, "This is a great biopic," and I just looked at him like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I just want to crawl inside Chris's mind and figure out what's going on in there. I'm fascinated by this. I'm just, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I, you can say I like it ironically and that's fine. I guess in part I do, but then there's also like the unironic part of me that just loves watching like somebody with a vision and gets it done in the most weird way possible. She did it. And I by love hook that. By crook, she made this movie. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I will at least say this about the film. It's not the worst biopic, oh, no. be it authorized or unauthorized, I've ever seen. It fortunately didn't get to the level of like, like lifetime unauthorized no. biopics. So I'm For glad it. about that. But I, 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 I myself, I can't recommend it. I'm, I'm going to. If you if you like a biopic, but you're watching biopics like Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man, and you're going, this is way too processy. I wish there was no process. <laughs> There's way too much conflict in these movies. I don't want to see that. I, I just <laughs> want everything to be easy breezy. Yes. I, I am also a musical theater person and uh, a musical that was surprisingly disappointing. And this makes sense because it is also kind of the bio, the biopic of uh, musical theater. Uh, we saw On Your Feet, which is the Gloria Estefan uh, bio oh. musical, whatever. Mm. Um, and 
when you want to talk about a story that's got no conflict, this is a woman who was once in a car accident. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only bad thing that happened to her. Granted, she broke her back. It was not good. But that's literally the only bad thing that ever happened to Gloria Estefan. And I feel like On Your Feet had more conflict than Eileen had. Oh, well, was... yeah, because the only conflict Celine Dion had prior to becoming a human statue is she like old man dick. Well, she... I mean, there was there there had here's my thing about that is there has to be more conflict. You don't there go into seen... the mu- you don't go into the music industry and not have conflict. Yeah. Right? Like there had to be more obstacles to overcome than what we saw, and they just didn't include them. I, I don't know why. Maybe because yeah. they wanted it to be like a happy movie. Because you know, even when they were doing the whole really thing where happy, she couldn't, though. yeah, because even when they did the whole thing where she had laryngitis and couldn't speak, it was just like only two minutes of the movie. It really <laughs> was. I said it's the Uno reverse card on every single conflict of her life. Oh no, she can't have a baby. Oh wait, yes she can. Oh no, she can't talk. Oh wait, yes she can. Shout out to Sylvester. Uh, she sings along to Sylvester in that scene. <laughs> she does. She sings along to a lot in this movie. For a Celine Dion movie, there's shockingly little Celine Dion music. She sings a lot of other people's songs. Yes. It, My Heart Will Go On and All By Myself, and I think everything else is a cover. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I That's where those right. millions of Canadian pounds went, just to get the rights to those two songs. When she started she... singing River Deep, Mountain High, I went, oh no. <laughs> it was a little weird. I was like, yeah, I don't really, like this. They really leaned on All By Myself, too. They oh, yeah. really did. Like, four yeah, they, times. They gave us a lot of that, and that song. Whatever that song is. Courtney, Roy, you'll know. What is that song originally from? The Moulin Rouge song. I, can, I can't place where it's from. Oh, Oh, you mean um, there was a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't remember which one. All I know is it was. I, I had the same reaction. I was like, "Oh, now we're in Moulin Rouge." Okay. <laughs> don't give me false hope, movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they leaned on that song heavily too. That song was definitely like a like a button in this yes. song, in this movie. Okay, the song was originally performed by Nat King Cole. Really? Huh. Yeah. Was it for a, a musical? No, Nature Boy uh, was just originally a song that he performed okay. for um, one of his albums. All right. I'm learning a lot about not Celine Dion songs. Yeah. Oh, so much. <laughs> I learned a lot about not Celine Dion. I learned a lot about Canada That's from this true. movie. Yeah. So and the lyrics to the song relate to a 1940s Los Angeles-based group of idiosyncratic people that were known as the nature boys which was a subculture of proto hippies okay huh at the vatican right. the vatican <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that could be a total drinking game just in that one scene you're selling in the vatican the vatican the vatican the vatican, the vatican. The vatican. what's the vatican <laughs> Can yeah, I there ask were a, lot a really, of really important good... question about that bit? Yes. What the fuck did it mean? <laughs> I, they're Catholic. I Yes. So that means she why, made it. Why is mentioning the Vatican hilarious? 
I guess in her, I guess in her eyes it was like, oh, Pope John Paul II likes my music, so I've made it. Yeah, we've made. I've made it in the Catholic community. I have I made guess it. They really made it into like a vaudeville thing, and, and yes, everyone in the room, which was spanning a pretty wide range. My spouse, who's a Gen Xer, I'm a, I'm a millennial, and then one of our friends sat in on it, who's who's right on the edge of the Gen Z crowd, and. None of us. I was like, Craig, is that something? And he was like, no, that's not something. And we were like, Dominic, is that something? And he looked at me and he said, oh, I've been on my phone for 20 minutes. I have no idea what's going on. I checked that. It was a long time ago. I <laughs> guess maybe it's, maybe it's something when it comes to uh, Quebecian Canadian Catholics, I guess. I don't know. But the thing, Oh, this the, was just for the Quebecois. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. That's another point, though, to, to my fact that this movie is one candlestick away from Clue. Like it is, <laughs> it is like right there in absurd. It, it it teeters on this absurdist comedy, but it never goes serious enough to not to take us away from it. So you're always right on the brink of Leslie Nielsen saying, "Don't call me Shirley." You mm. know, you're always right there. It just never. It's edging Mel Brooks, and it never <laughs> takes it there. That's what we just we just need a quick punch up. From Leslie. Hey, Leslie, if you're listening from Beyond the Grave. Um, I've been dead for many years. <laughs> but if you're listening, if you could punch up a lean for us. Give it to Tim and give it to Tim. Let, yeah. him, let him let him write. Let me let him just film the script for this movie. Tim Zach. Robinson and Tim Heidecker. At oh, us. shit. Sam Richardson. Let's build a dream team, Eric Andre. Let's get them all together to shoot Eileen. <laughs> Just do a shot for shot remake. We'll do Tim Space and Eileen from age two to present day. Yes. God. <laughs> all right. Oh. So, are we ready to face the wheel? <laughs> oh, we're facing the wheel. Yes. All right. So, uh, so, so as, so as we know, we will be doing, uh, we will be revisiting for our fifth anniversary preview toast, the director's cut. Uh, Courtney, if you want in on this action with preview toast, just let us know and we'll find your copy. All right. Uh, um, actually, I've already looked into how to rent it, and it's uh, very affordable. Okay. Shockingly. <laughs> All right. So, so you'll be back with us for the preview toast episode. But <laughs> to remind everybody. Again, what movies that we could be revisiting out of the 20 entries again? We have Reeker, Twice Dead, Dr. Caligari, Rock and Roll, Ninja 3, The Domination, The Kindred, The Pit, Evil Speak, Liquid Sky, The Gay Deceivers, The Vampire Happening, Skidoo, Dot and the Kangaroo, Bad Ben, Picnic at Hanging Rock, that still just stands out, Robo Jocks, <laughs> The Apple, Rats, Night of Terror, Terror of Tiny Town, and Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Alrighty. So it says. Wait, wait, hold on. Predictions. Roy, predictions. Oh, God, I have this fear the first one we're going to land on is Terror of Tiny Town. (laughs) Courtney, predictions. I guess. I guess the Apple. Okay. Being safe, keeping it safe. Okay. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Kiss. Kiss. Just because we'll will it into existence. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're going to tap the wheel twice. So this is going to be for our first film. Here we go. I feel like this it, should be on camera because I know Roy's going to make me watch 
Terra Tiny Town twice in a row. Wow, our first film is Picnic at Hanging Rock. Oh, shit. All right. Hey. Let's get serious. All right. So we'll be revisiting Premutos, Picnic at Hanging Rock, and what else? Please not dot in the kangaroo. Please not dot in the kangaroo. <laughs> the, gay de- the Gay Deceivers. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this, this one is going to be... It's going to be a laid-back anniversary, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so Premutos, Picnic at Hanging Rock, and The Gay Deceivers. Quite, quite the combo. It is. It is. I think we should watch uh, Premutos in between the two. Because <laughs> that's really going to fuck you up. Like, whoo, whoo. There you go. Alrighty, so those those are our fifth anniversary movies we'll be revisiting. So fortunately, we are not getting Dot in the Kangaroo or anything like that. Thank <laughs> God. Um, yeah, right down the middle, really. Just yeah. it is really right down the middle. Yeah. Alrighty, well, there's that. We got lots of stuff planned for the fifth anniversary. Um, God, you're not ready, Andy. You're not ready for what's coming up for the rest of this year. Let me just say. I don't know that. if you are either, man. I've been I've been unearthing some shit. So I think we best better gird our loins. <laughs> well, we've already decided what our August theme is. We're going to dive into the well on Tubi that is all of the Amityville movies. Yes. Um, and and watch an Amityville movie each or two. Uh, or, or three. three. Or four. Well, it's probably, it's probably going to have to be three because we have to watch the one that was written entirely with AI. Yeah. The, the, the Amityville. Oh, is that annual. real? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was a joke. No, no it is real. No. It's real and it's wonderful. Oh, man. Alrighty. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, Courtney, yes. I hope you are ready for Premutos. Oh, man. I will come on this show absolutely anytime, even if it's like the beginning of this episode where Andy just calls me and is like, get in there. <laughs> Go now. <laughs> You're already recording. <laughs> no, Courtney, it's always a pleasure to have you. We love you. You you are not only a contributor to the show, but you're our number one fan. So there you go. <laughs> More than Roy and I are fans, really, at the end of the day. Dollar, I can't wait to get talking combs off the ground. We're coming for you. I've got Ariana Grande. I've got Brooklyn Heights. I've got all the celebrities. Has anybody looked anymore? I've, I've almost started it three times now. The... Um, the documentary because we figured out what it was since the last time we recorded didn't we the the documentary about it was demi lovato right or am i wrong oh not, uh, yeah yes, I demi lovato I does spooky bookie stuff yeah no, i have not started watching it yet okay no. we sh- we need to do we want to save it and do it as a thing for the show that tv actually... time with cult cinema catacombs <laughs> yes yeah do we want to save it for down the road and do it maybe in october for halloween well, September for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> September for Halloween. <laughs> oh my right, god! Well, I won't watch it then. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Alrighty. I'm down. Uh, Y'all tell me trash to watch, and I'll watch it. Sometimes I'll get SLC Punk out of it, and it'll be great. So. Oh, I saw the oh. worst take. Um, tweeted at Devin Sawa about SLC Punk. 
somebody is asking why it looked like a made-for-TV movie. Oh. And I, 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 I res- he handled it with a plum, you know. Um, but I restrained myself from not getting in those comments. I wanted to yes. so bad. Just light not- this dude up. I don't think Devin Sawin needs me to defend him. No, but, but you I still really get the urge to be like, never talk to me or my son again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never talk to me, my son, Devin Sawa, Matthew Lillard. Um, the other guy that I can't think of his name. Um, uh, the guy, Ryan Jason Siegel. Um, never talk to any of us at Fridster, Napster, LimeWire. Um, How dare you insult my otter on the day of her bar mitzvah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go. Courtney, you're uh, awesome. Wait, Courtney, can anybody find you anywhere? Um, yes, I am uh here on Cult Cinema Catacombs. <laughs> 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 but you can also find me uh, at Robo Makes Art on the Instagram and things like that. Um, I like to draw things, and yeah, we could talk about art or there not other stuff. <laughs> that yeah. art. See, I can just see right now. I can, I can just see the art right now that's going to be inspired by Primuto. She's just going to like get a piece of paper, paint it all red, and draw a tank on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I sh- we we sh- if you ever want to do art based on the show, you feel free to do that. We'll feature it. <laughs> oh well, I I gotta go. Bye guys. <laughs> 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 she's gonna draw she's gonna draw lean at age 12 now with the 40 year old face yeah with the, with Ernest Borgnine's face it's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's get out of here all right we'll see you next month for Amityville month oh no next month y'all. is our fifth anniversary <laughs> oh next month's our fifth anniversary the month after that's Amityville month yeah okay all right but uh, fair okay. enough. We'll see you for a bunch of middle of the road. Uh, middle of the road movies. movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk to you later. Bye. Uh.